0: Thank you for tuning in to a vibe called blessed podcast where we turn up for Jesus and celebrate in our confidence. Thank you for listening. Hi, besties. I'm so glad that you decided to tune in to another episode. So today, while I was doing a post for... um, TikTok and if you're on TikTok please don't hesitate to follow me It's a vibe called bless pod Again a vibe called Bless pod And I did you know I was doing like A photo slideshow And I was getting to the caption And while I was doing the caption I typed on there I said I was one of, I was the one that God left the 99 to Come back and get And I just felt just this overjoy, this overwhelming feeling of emotion of just like, like, wow. Like I really am Luke 15, (laughs) you know, in the story from verse four through seven, where we see Jesus is talking about, say, there's a hundred sheep and one of you are lost right and wouldn't he leave the the 99 to come find you and then when he finds you he's joyful that he found you and I thought about that of like a true testament to my life because there was a point where I left church not because of church hurt not because anybody did anything to me I left on my own accord just I just left um It wasn't that I didn't feel fulfilled. I young and I left. And in that time period that I was gone, I was just wandering through life. And all the while, God was always there, looking for me, watching me, keeping an eye on me, and always kept gracing me in. Isn't that the most beautiful thing that no matter if we try to run, we try to hide, we get scared or we just find ourselves distanced from God, that God is there no matter what. Like he is literally there like it was like, I've been waiting for you. He never gave up on us. He loved us enough to grace us to wake up every day. Right to say, okay, maybe today is the day that my son or my daughter will come back to me. Maybe today is the day that they they're willing to let go of what has kept them bound, of toxic relationships, friendships, those bad habits, those soul ties. To to get to freedom. It was just such a a, a beautiful thing because that I. That's one time that God uh, came to find me. And then I was, as I was doing my slideshows and I was just kind of like, you know, accounting for certain years. And, you know, I came to a certain slide and I had to realize like, wow, I was smiling here. But I was depressed. I was numb. I didn't feel God I didn't feel the Holy Spirit. I was going to church, but I wasn't happy. I was so gone. I felt like I was just existing. I was a robot. I woke up every day and I was just I was just here and I was just like I couldn't snap out of it. Something just took over me and I was just in a lost space. And then, before the year even was out, God reminded me that He loved me even in my undoneness. Even when I left Him, when I felt like I couldn't feel Him, even when I felt like there's no way that God could love me because of what I'm going through. He reminded me that. He he was probably so sad. He was sad that I had lost my way. But he always knew that I would I would get back to him. And I remember saying to God, God. You can have whatever you want. If you can, God, you can have whatever you want, God, if you want my house. You want my car, you want my job, you want the money. No matter what it is, God, you can have it as long as God, I don't lose you. You can have it all. I give you I give you every pain in my heart, everything that I'm hovering, everything that I'm holding on to, because I don't ever want to feel that place where I feel like. I feel, I don't feel God at all. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Not even the devil himself. I wouldn't wish someone to, to, to feel absolute and to think that there are people wandering in this world that don't, that really don't believe that God exists. Or they just don't feel God at all. Their faith is so low. They're so burdened. They're so heavy. They're so weighted. They're literally just existing. There's people that want to want to reach God and they're praying, but they've they've have allowed the cares of the world to be upon them so strong that they don't they're running out of strength to even fight and I can understand that. I can attest to that. It wasn't it wasn't easy to get back. And and yet still that now that I'm I'm coming into myself there's things that are broken. But there's still so much more. It honestly puts a lot into your perspective when you, I I don't think that I, I never in my life would I have ever guessed like let me be a very transparent years ago if you would have told me I never would have guessed that I would deal with depression like stress okay but depression I I didn't never I I didn't connect with that when people were going through depression until I went through a depression and I had to say I was depressed Sitting in a room, looking out the window, trying to pray, but feeling so empty. Crying. Can't stop crying because you don't want to be that way. You're in your head. And and I wish that I could pinpoint the exact moment that caused That chain reaction for me to get to that place But I can't remember Because right now In my healing journey I'm in my victory Because that's I'm not that person anymore I can rejoice Because God brought me out And I can feel his presence I can feel his love Thank you Jesus I can feel his heart I want nothing more but to, to serve him, for him to use me at the fullest capacity. I want nothing more to than when it is my time to depart from this earth to get a well done. That God be pleased with me. So I I I realize like I I gotta some something has got to change about me. And that's where it was like, okay, you you really, you got to utilize your gift that God has given you. And maybe that's the same for you that's listening. God has given you a gift and you have to use it. A lot of the times people think that if you're not, yes, you want to talk audibly, talk about how thankful you are to God. But there's so many forms a ways to express your love and to share with other people that you never know that can ins- inspire somebody else or mean so much to them. There are literally artists that have paintings or drawings that their interpretation of representation of God and what Jesus in heaven is and a faith and it's beautiful and that's their form of expression of love. There's people that sing Worship songs or play the piano and it's just creating worship atmospheres and they're they're posting videos or um, There's just so many ways that you can find your your gift and your calling to express your love because I don't know if people know this, but we're we're on this earth like You know, one of the things we're, we're conditioned to do is to spread the gospel the bible clearly says you know go out into the highways (laughs) and edges right and compel the people to come in it's not even just for people to come into the house of god yes we want them to come into the church because the church is supposed to be a, a sacred safe place amongst believers where we can feel empowered and encouraged amongst each other and share in the glory of god and lift him up where miracle signs and wonders can happen, where where people can be healed, delivered, and set free, right? But in order to get the people right into church, we have to meet them where they are in, in whatever capacity that is. And so we just have to ask God of oh, God, if you want me to plant the seed, give me the vision of what it is that you want me to do. We can't measure our anointing um, against other people because listen, we'll never, we might not ever do it the way other people do it. And that's fine because God made us all unique for a reason. And I, listen, I want what God wants for me because if he gave me what somebody else has, who who knows if I I'm able to handle it or to keep it, you know? So I just want to encourage anyone to understand that you are the one of of those hundred sheep that God left at 99 to come and find because he loved you, because he cared about you, because he never left you through every circumstance of your life. Even when you didn't think that God was there, he was there. Every tear, heartache, pain, frustration, depression, season, anxiety, where you felt unloved. God was there. I don't know if many of you remember that, um, that story, um, you might have seen it like on pictures, and it it tells the story of someone walking on the beach, right? And they look down and and um, I, I can't remember if they were, you know look down and 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 they said, "Well, Jesus, you know, I only see one set of footprints." And she says, "The only reason you only see one set of footprints is because I carried you." Where you thought that you were walking alone, you weren't. I was carrying you. Jesus died to to bear so much of us. Like he knew he was going, like, I don't know many people in this world like that, that is going to give their life, like literally die, like be persecuted, cruc- crucified up on a cross in front of people and die for people for people that was cheering for his his death that didn't believe talked about him right but yet he still had a love for them to say father forgive them because they don't understand but he saw the bigger picture of what his death meant in the long run right So why would we not want to die to our flesh? God ain't asking us to sit there and and die up on a cross like Jesus. He's telling us to die of our flesh and listen to the Holy Spirit and allow God to guide our footsteps Because it's bigger than us. We may not actually see all of the circumstances or what's to come or what's going to happen. But God knows. Don't you want him to say, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you because at this point in time, this time of the year, you you would fall apart you would be angry you would be hurt or if somebody had said something you would have snapped you would have lost it normally at this point in your life you would have crumbled you would break you would you would have faith but you are you have overcome so much and i'm so proud of you i love god with everything in me I'm so thankful that he saved me because if I would have died in my depressive state, I wasn't going to make it in. I can honestly say that. A lot of people don't want to be honest, (laughs) you know, like there's literally some people that people may think they may have the look of glory on them. But that's just a facade because they're looking for man's approval or people to hype. They want they want the glory. They don't want God to get the glory. And, 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 and mm, test every spirit. Have discernment. Have discernment. Because not everyone is really operating out of the gift of God. I'm Operating out of the prophetic, operating with the Holy Spirit. It's it's not a specific look. You know, for someone to to say, Oh, they're they're holier than thou, right? They they have all of this power. You gotta be people have to be careful. And people don't God is gonna allow you to get so far, right? But He's gonna cover the people that in people that you deceive and you do wrong but you got to we have to be honest with ourselves i think the the thing that my bishop once said he he said if you were to to if if die tomorrow would you can you honestly say that you lived a life that was pleasing to god to where you would make it in we're not talking about your life before you got saved, I'm talking about when you proclaim that you were saved, healed, delivered, and set free. Yes, God knows that we are gonna fall, right? But he graced us enough to where we can get back up. That we may go through storms and trials and tribulations, but he knows we're gonna come out on the other side. But can you honestly say or are you just taking advantage of the fact that God has graced you? You're like, oh, my grace will never run out. And so you're intentionally still doing whatever it is that you want to do. But you're putting on this personification in front of people that that you are living this lifestyle of Christ like. But you're not. We got to be honest with ourselves. Are we really reading our word? Are we really praying? Are we really asking God to remove any burden Anything that is is planted in our hearts and our minds that that could hinder him from being able to use us because there's somebody out there that needs to hear your testimony that God just needs you to to just have a conversation. I'll never forget. There was um, uh, the YouTuber, the preacher, Heather Lindsay. She told of a testimony um, of when she first time she ever heard God audibly and God told her to tell she was at Target. She was checking out. God told her to tell the woman she was finished checking out to tell the cashier God said he loves you, and that was it and she told the woman, and the woman just burst out in tears, and that was it that was it she didn't she was like, "I don't know what it was that that she needed. God didn't reveal to me why was that was so important." But I know I was in that place in that time and I was in that point in my life where I asked God to use me in however he wants, no matter where it is. And I would do his will in his way. And at that moment, that woman needed that. She said, I should say, I don't know why God told me that, but it was clear that who knows? That woman, breaking point, she just wanted to know, you never know what someone might need to hear, but are you in a place to actually receive God and allow him to come into your heart to be able to be used by him? I used to be terrified of the thought of like, I know some people that could just walk up to people and be like, do you know the Lord? (laughs) Do you love the Lord? Do you know God? Are you saved? Do you have a church term? But that I'm like that. I can never do that because that's not my personality. That's not me. And I had to realize that God is saying, "Yeah, I gave that to them to do, but your work and the way that you're going to do it is in a different capacity than them." Right, but. We also can learn from those people that can do that to say that for them to be in such a comfortable place, right? So walk up to people to say, do you know, to be so kind, com- but that they come, they're not coming from uh, a malice place. They're just coming from, I have the love of the Lord and I want to tell you about them. <laughs> and, you know, you never know. Some people are receptive and some aren't and that's okay, Because not everyone received Jesus So why would we have the expectation That everyone would receive us We're talking about literally The son of God Was rejected Literally one of his disciples Portrayed him Okay, So it's okay Some people Even people that you know will probably Reject something that you say but As long as you were doing it In the right spirit and, and genuinely Coming from a good place it's okay. Sometimes you're just, again, you may be just sprinkling little breadcrumbs, right? <laughs> God is just having you sprinkle little breadcrumbs, right? And then slowly, maybe one day, you know, they'll be curious and then they'll find their, their way to Christ. And they will always remember in that beginning, you know, in that beginning of those breadcrumbs that you left, uh, that you were there. And now, you know, this is a soul that is saved that the enemy cannot have and you can be there for them and you can be there for each other and celebrate in your faith and it's just it's it's such a beautiful thing to see people get saved you know that literally says i want to give my life back to christ now Some may, they do it at a moment. They may have a good week, but then they may resort back. But it's a stepping stone. They made the first step, right? So even if they fall short and they have to repent and do it all over again, guess what? They are overcomers. We still celebrate that. It's still a beautiful thing that God is doing for his people. Well, I thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast besties <laughs> and until next episode don't forget to hit that replay or send this episode to someone you know that may need to hear this <laughs>